Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, Live customer service from Discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The Volume. The Three and Out Podcast with me, John Middlecoff, is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for baseball, the NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. America's number one sportsbook. Very easy to use. Safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. I cannot recommend it enough. Love gambling with FanDuel. If you are a new Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code Colin so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, three and out podcast. Back at it again. Thursday night, about 5.15 Pacific Standard Time. Uh, I, I waited until the schedule just was released. It was. And then I realized, well, it's not like I'm going to break down every schedule or go through every game. Uh, not sure quite why I waited. I mean, I, I wanted to have a general sense. And uh, I, I got a pretty good idea of a couple things I want to hit on the schedule. But if you're a Bengal fan, if you're a Cowboy fan, if you're an Eagle fan, I, I'm not going game by game. We're, we're, we're not doing that exercise here. Maybe in the summer when there's not much going on. Uh, but but tonight, I have a couple just kind of big picture thoughts on the schedule. Uh, I'm going to focus on week one, especially the primetime games. Uh, everyone has to play a Thursday night game. So it's not like you, you can't avoid it. And you only got to do it once. So you kind of got to rotate it. But to me, the story is, is that Amazon, Bezos, I know Bezos is technically retired. He's off running the world with Lauren Sanchez. But he's still the largest single shareholder in the company. Uh, and obviously has a lot of pull. But Amazon's involved. It's something that's going to be a big deal moving forward. They clearly want to sell him a team. And uh, don't sleep on a bald guy with a lot of money wanting to get involved in the NFL. But some some thoughts on Tom Brady. I haven't talked to everyone since Tom Brady officially became the next Troy Aikman, uh, Chris Collinsworth, Kirk Herbstreet. And he's uh, going to go into a media career. <clears throat> no one had a shorter, no one hated 40-day retirement more than 44-year-old Tom Brady. He basically hated it so much, he signed another contract after he was going to retire from football. I appreciate the grinder's mentality. And then the Tua video that went uh, went kind of viral. Have a couple thoughts there. We'll have Middlecoff Mailbag, at John Middlecoff, 
over the weekend. Uh, I have so many questions. I might do another one on Monday. Uh, well, I, I already got something yeah, ready for Monday's pod, but for for maybe Tuesday's pod. I know a lot of you guys get mad at me. You're like, where is my question? Is my question so terrible? I, I do not have a secretary running my DMs. My DMs are not full of babes. It's just all dudes asking football questions. It's hard to keep up with everything. So if I leave your question out, I'm not doing it on purpose. It's just a lot going on in there. I can't find everyone's. I try to answer everybody's question. If I answer yours manually, sometimes you won't get read on the show. I apologize. I appreciate everyone interacting with me on uh, Instagram DMs. I, I really do. And of course, subscribe to the podcast, 3 and Out Podcast. And if you listen through Collins' feed, subscribe to this podcast, 3 and Out Separately. Greatly appreciate it. Leave a review if you want, five stars. If you hate me, one star. I don't really care. And uh, let's talk a little schedule. First and foremost, to me, there are going to be a lot of random games on Sunday. Whatever. I judge you, and I judge the NFL on their opener, Sunday night football, Monday night football, and this year, because Amazon's involved, what they were going to do on Thursday night football. Now, let's start with that Thursday night game. We've known it for a while. Or I guess we've known it now for a couple days. Chiefs Chargers. No brainer. Throw Bezos a bone. Mahomes. Uh, Justin Herbert. Off and running. Al Michaels. Herb Street. If you haven't subscribed to Amazon Prime, you're either a whack job weirdo or I, I, you're living in a different world than me. But if you haven't, it, it might be time because no one's missing that game. I know they, uh, I mean, it was one of the best games of the year last year. Those two guys playing in, in LA. And obviously the Chargers beat them. In, in Kansas City early in the season. But I, I, it's clearly a really big deal. I mean, looking at the schedule of the games that Amazon got, there is some random matchups. I mean, there's a Jags-Jets in there. There's a football team, Chicago. You know, because every team has to play. So you, you can't just throw the Rams, the Bills, the Niners, and the Cowboys in several of those games. So you're going to have to mix and match. But I thought they did a pretty good job. There's a ravens Bucks. There's an Eagles-Texans, which isn't great. But then there's a Titans-Packers. There's a Bills-Patriots. So I I think they look at the Thursday night game, which is the right mentality now, is it's football. We love to gamble. It's a scarcity sport. Put that bad boy on primetime, and it can be, you know, it can be Raiders-Chargers, or, yeah, excuse me, Raiders-Rams, which is a fantastic L.A. West Coast game. Or it could be, you know, uh... Niners, Seattle, which used to be good, but Seattle's going to suck, and that's late in the season. Could be terrible. It doesn't really matter. We're going to watch high numbers, and the people that bitch and moaning that they don't have Amazon Prime, they'll have it by then, I'll promise. And then they'll realize, damn, I get free deliveries? Yeah, no shit. Uh, The opening game, like Thursday night, the true opener, that is an elite game. That's, to me, you could argue, you, you don't, because, you know, listen, I, I didn't want to see Rams-Niners. That that would probably be the best, just given the rivalry. But you don't want to blow, you know, your wad right off the right off the jump, right? So throw them a, a, an inner, you know, a, a out-of-conference type game. Get them the best out-of-conference opponent. The Bills, no-brainer. Josh Allen, defending champs, SoFi Stadium, incredible. That is a fantastic, let me repeat, fantastic way to start the season. And... You know, if you're the Rams, like, good luck defending. <laughs> you get Josh Allen and the Bills. And if you're the Bills, like, you just lost an absolute, one, one of the most gut-wrenching losses in the history of the league. You got 40 million people on their couches looking to looking to watch that game and gambling on it. Let's go. Uh, I, I'm already excited for that game. And, and the thing is, when the schedule release comes, the season feels so far away. But as you get older, anyone, you know, in their 30s knows time time flies. That, that, that week one game is going to be here before we know it. Sunday night football. This is, let's face it, Sunday night football is the number one show in America. Think about that. The number one show in America is Alan Chris. But now it's not Alan Chris, it's Tariko and Chris. And Tariko's a big game guy, right? He did Monday night football forever with John Gruden. So to me, you come out swinging in this game. It's why historically, when I think Sunday Night Football Week 1, the game that usually used to happen, Eli Manning Cowboys. That game, it was just Cowboys-Giants. Cowboys-Giants. You get the biggest market in America and the biggest brand in the league. And it was a it was an easy one. But then the Giants started sucking, so you had to throw that thing out. You're going to go Cowboys. 
if I was running NBC and you said, give me the first team, the Cowboys would be my pick. I would want the Dallas Cowboys. And then you go, who, who, who's on their schedule? Who could the second best opponent be if we got Dallas? The Rams have already been used and the Bills have already been used. Well, I would take Tom Brady over the Bills and the Rams. So you get the biggest brand in the league, the Cowboys, as a team, and then you get the biggest, most famous individual in the league, Tom Brady. You put it on Sunday night, and you let 50 million people watch. That is how it's done, folks. That's pretty easy. That is uh, That game's pretty damn good. And then for Monday night, I give them credit on this one. Because Denver, last year, if you think about it, when Tom was going to return to New England, they had to be careful about where they put that game because they wanted it to be a really big deal. But the Patriots were just coming off a pretty rough season, right? With Cam Newton, they were 7-9. and nine. And then, you know, when the schedule was being done right after the draft, we didn't know, you know, the Patriots just acquired Mac Jones. You thought, you know, they could be more competitive, but there's no guarantee. You can't risk putting that game late October, early November. The Patriots could have been out of it. So what did they do? They put it week four, Sunday Night Football, and it worked. And it felt big. I remember watching it thinking, this is sweet. Well, this is different because Russell only won one Super Bowl, but he's the best player in the history of the franchise. And they just traded him. Now, he kind of demanded a trade. He'll never admit to that, but let's face it, he did. And Pete was cool with it. He capitulated because he was tired of him. It was, a, it was a healthy divorce. I would say the majority of divorces, like there are the divorces where you get caught cheating on them or where you just come out of nowhere and say, I don't like you anymore. But I would imagine the percentage of divorces where you don't like me, I don't like you, let's go our separate ways, and it's not never as easy as that, is the majority of times people break up and get a divorce. Like, this is not working out. And that, to me, what Russell and Pete is. The problem is, is that Russell's still good, and Seattle and Pete don't really have a quarterback. They have Drew Locke, who he keeps telling us would have been drafted really high in this past draft, which maybe would have three years ago, but it's 2022, buddy. Uh, I like coming out the gates with this game because I think, you know, Seattle, they're going to be awful. I, I think there's a decent chance Seattle is competing to be the worst team in the league, win three or four games because their quarterback play is going to be that shitty. So you get Russell Wilson going there and it's an explosion. You know their fans are fantastic. Well, when your team's bad on the West Coast in, in any sport, Lakers, the Seattle, the Niners, the Dodgers, the Giants, midseason, when you're out of it, people stop caring. Well, week one in football, everyone is alive. We all have the same record. So you get the best effort out of the 12s. You get an incredible just ovation for Russell. And you get a game that honestly could be one-sided, but at least that moment just carries us for that game. And you open up with Buck, Aikman, and it feels really big. Because while they don't do many Denver Bronco games, they're very, very comfortable with Russell Wilson, the player. They've been calling his games forever in Seattle. And they know Seattle like the back of their hand. They've been calling Seattle games for eight straight years. So it's a pretty, it's a BB fastball for them, which feels pretty big. Now, as of recording this, I, I haven't, I know because ABC and they're now in the play or the Super Bowl mix that. They're doing this double header week two. I don't really understand why you got to do that, right? Why you're doing two games on Monday Night Football week two. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily have done that, but whatever. I'm not running these networks. I also think that for the first time in a while, because I've known Riddick for a long time, but that booth did not work. You can't have three men, three men booths do not work. Hell, the majority of two men booths don't work because most analysts stink. They, they, they bore us. We, we always talk shit about them because they're not any good. They're very forgettable. The, the, the amount of, even, you know, people say what you want, like Troy Aikman and Chris Collinsworth are two of the better guys in the league by a wide, wide margin. But like the historic guys like John Madden or John Gruden, there's not that many of them, right? So ESPN has been waiting a long time since John left them to just kind of get some credibility back. And I do believe, like ultimately Thursday Night Football, and they've had Fox, and they've had NFL Network, like they've had a lot of different people call it over the years. I remember when I was in the NFL, I think Mike Mayock called the games. I I, I do think Thursday Night Football, while it's become much more, I don't know if mainstream's the right way to put it, but just it's become normalized. Like we're just used to, but you can kind of put anyone, you know, it's, it's, 
We've had all week. We're just kind of looking for Friday. The average guy's just getting ready for the weekend. You could have me, you calling the game, and we'd be cool with it. I do think Monday Night Football is a pretty big deal still. And maybe I'm a little nostalgic, but you build up all week, and then you have Sunday Night Football. Sunday night has been Al and Chris forever, and now it's Tariko and Chris. It always feels big. The matches were huge. And then we got to Monday night, and everyone's just texting their buddies how terrible the broadcast is. And then last year, they kind of got weird. They added the Manning cast, and it was just, it was bizarre for the broadcast. What I think is going to be fascinating for Monday Night Football this year is like, Troy, Troy and Joe Buck are probably, I mean, it's two of the most successful, famous, long-tenured duos we've ever seen. Yet they have programming of the same game going against them on the same network. Like, now, clearly, if I'm Joe or Troy, I mean, Troy just got $19 million a year. So is he worried that Peyton Manning might steal 500,000 viewers or an extra million viewers? Maybe not. But we all got egos. We're all trying to kick ass and take names in whatever profession you're in at the highest level if you have, you know, any little bit of competitive juices to you. So it'll be interesting, you know, how that dynamic is. And ultimately, I wonder if more people are just more inclined to just watch the Monday Night Football normal football broadcast with Joel, with Buck and Aikman, right? Just because it's a high-level broadcast. The one thing with Peyton Manning, which I'm sure they'll look to improve, and I love Peyton and Eli. I, I went to them just because I like hanging out with them. I still will go to them. But, you know, sometimes they'll have random people on and, you know, the Wi-Fi will be off and they're asking each other questions and it can just be a little herky-jerky. It, it can be kind of tough to consume. And, I, you know, if you told me, you know, week one, Monday Night Football is Broncos Seattle, you know, I'm probably starting with Joe and Troy. Now, by the second half, if, if the Denver Broncos are up 24-3, to and it's like, God, Seattle sucks. Yeah, then I'll go Peyton and Eli shooting the breeze with who knows, you know, it could be like Tiger Woods and Aaron Rodgers. You know, I don't know. I mean, they have pretty incredible guests. But I, I do think that Monday Night Football's main feed which ultimately, in theory, should be their cash cow. I mean, it's what most people watches. It'll be interesting, the push and pull between those two. Because like I said, Thursday Night Football, Herb Street, now he's called NFL games before, and I'm a big Kirk Herb Street guy. Like, I, I thought when he took the job, that it was like, oh, he's done with, uh, you know, he's done with, uh, what's it called? College game day, he's not going to be, no, he's still doing all that stuff. So now it's much easier to learn the NFL teams like, you're calling Steelers Browns. It's like Miles Garrett, Chase Claypool, TJ Watt, right? Nick Chubb, like you, Amari Cooper. So it's it's easier to learn the guys on NFL teams because you're gonna know a lot of them than it is to learn like, oh, here's Penn State's new two deep. Like that, that's gonna take some time. Penn State Iowa. It's like, well, shit, I haven't called an Iowa game in two years. Who's on their team? But it's still gonna wear you thin. I mean, that's a that's a lot of learning to do. And if you're listening, you're like, God, it's just football. It's true, but it, you still got to. It takes a lot of time to study these teams and know what you're talking about. His job is not just to call the game; it's to tell you what's going on. So, I, I will be fascinated to watch Herb Street just from a week to week standpoint. I mean, by week four, it's like Dolphins, Bengals. Besides, like Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, like there are gonna be some random guys on the Bengals. And here's the other thing in the NFL: like you just you don't necessarily play in the just because you played in the Big Ten. Like half majority of those guys don't play in the NFL. Look at the NFL draft. You got guys coming. Green Bay takes a dude from North Dakota State. There's a guy from Montana State that gets drafted in the second round. There's a dude from Wyoming that gets, you know, guys from that Herb Street would never in a million years call one of their games. And now he's going to have to learn. It's going to be fascinating. If you were looking for uh, Atlanta Falcons uh, game by game breakdown, you probably came to the wrong show. And uh, I, I'll get into it as the year goes. But really, let, let's face it. Here's the one thing about the schedule that I think can be a little overrated is like, I, I just assume Seattle's going to suck. Well, what if they win? What if I told you they win eight and nine? That means every single fan that sees Seattle, every single fan that has a decent team or above that sees Seattle on their schedule, they're going win. Just like every team that sees, you know, half the teams now that saw Green Bay on their schedule with Devontae gone, no offensive weapons, you're going, yeah, we can beat them. You know, where you last year you might have gone, oh, that's an L. And then you see like a team like the Jags or the Jets. Every single, like if you're a fan of the Ravens, of Tampa, of the Colts, of the, if you play those teams, 
Jags or the Jets, you're going, win. What if I told you that one of those two teams goes, like I said, eight and nine? That means they are doubling their win total. So like half those games last year that you look up when you're on the couch on Sunday afternoon and they're down 30, they're winning that game this year. Or they're winning some of those games. So that's that's the cool part about the NFL. We know the turnover rate. It's not the NBA or baseball. Like for the most part, the same teams in baseball go to the playoffs most of the time. The basketball, I mean, I know they've added the playing game, so it's changed a little bit. But like when the season starts, we got a pretty good idea. I mean, Warriors are going to be good. The Suns are going to be good. Nuggets are going to be good. The Jazz are going to be good. The Celtics are going to be good. The Heat are going to be good. That's not the way it works in football. Everyone's like, oh, Ravens last year win the Super Bowl. And they don't even make the playoffs. Browns, this is their year. Nope, not even close. So you just, that, that's what's cool about the NFL. It's why the league's on top uh, for a lot of reasons. Obviously, the scarcity of it, the way we gamble. But we just don't know. Like, if you're a Jets fan right now, if I told you, you know, you guys have a really good year, and that might be eight and eight, eight and nine, or nine and eight. But if you had a nine and eight season, can you imagine how much fun that season would be? Like, eventually, some of these teams, like the Bills, became the Bills. Like the first year, they were good under Josh Allen, and even he had a long way to go. But I think they went like nine and seven, right? Some of these teams are going to have those years, and some of the teams, like the Arizona Cardinals, you know, they went from a team that, like, how good are they going to be to last year win eleven games? Well, now, are they an 11-win team, or are they a 5-win team, or are they a 7-win team? To me, their variance is by far the biggest in the league. They have a ton of talent. If you told me they make the playoffs, completely believe you. If you told me they missed the playoffs by three games, very believable. No freaking clue. Atlanta Falcons stink. <laughs> Carolina Panthers, not going to be any good. Titans, they'll be solid. Are they going to be the one seed? No. Do I expect them to make the playoffs as long as Mike Vrabel's their coach? I do. Now, the AFC is really good. Deshaun Watson, when does he get suspended? How good is, does Matt Ryan still have something left? So, all that stuff, like, it's easy to go, win, loss, loss, win, win. But until we actually get to the season, we're like, oh, shit, Matt Ryan is toast. Or damn, Matt Ryan's got a lot left. You know, that's that's the cool part of pro sports. It's the greatest reality to- television show that we'll ever have. The playoffs are heating up, and you can make every game feel like Game 7 on FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. Throughout the playoffs, all customers can place a no-sweat, same-game parlay each week. You'll get up to $20 in free bets if you don't win. FanDuel has so many ways to play, and best of all, when you do win, you'll get paid faster than a fast break. New to FanDuel? Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, and sign up with promo code Colin. Once again, that's promo code Colin. I love parlaying. Giannis is over and the Bucks moving forward. And if you already have an account, you're all set up. No sweat. Either way, you'll get up to $20 in free bets if your same game parlay during the playoffs doesn't win. FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bet $5. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat, Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG, Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana or 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York, Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-888-9789, Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700, Wyoming. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. 
LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, The big story of the week beside the schedule release was a man that goes by the name of Thomas Edward Brady Jr. uh, TB12, Tom Brady, signed with Fox to call football games and be a part of the Fox brand when he retires, which who the hell knows when he's going to retire. And uh, what's funny about this is he actually did retire for like 40 days And I don't think any human has hated retirement more than Tom Brady. He retired for 40 days. And then within like two months of him returning to play football, he had signed another contract with another company to work when he finished playing football. Grinders love to grind. Workers work. You know, he's not like Tom Brady can already play a lot of golf. Well, what the hell else is he going to do? Tom Brady's got time. He has resources whenever he needs to go anywhere. Uh, Tom Brady's not a retirement type. Uh, guys like Tom Brady don't dream of 20 years sitting on the beach. And listen, I, I like sitting on the beach and I love playing golf as much as the next guy. Unless you're Tiger Woods, you can't do it every day. Unless you're Laird Hamilton or Kelly Slater, you can't go to the beach every day. You want, once you get older, if you're a doer, doers like to do. Uh, so while it was funny, it's actually kind of understandable. Now let's take it kind of seriously I'll be honest. When I saw the headline, I was surprised. I did not expect this. Not because he's still in the league, but if you would have told me Tom Brady had really retired, he was done with football. I would say the last thing he would have done is call football games. 
I think you've seen, listen, the game's changed. You know, forever, if you wanted to listen to people talk about sports, you had to turn on the radio. You know, you couldn't pay me to turn on the radio beside like Sirius and listen to Channel 83 and Coward is the only sports show that I really listen to beside podcasts, right? The, the game podcasts and YouTube, like the game has completely changed. Look at Man in the Arena. Where did you find Man in the Arena? ESPN Plus, which is a streaming service. That would not have existed 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Creators have the control, which is awesome. I'm a creator, you know? I am directly benefiting from the time. So are guys like Brady and Manning. Even Peyton, right? He owns Omaha Productions. They put on the Manning cast. He has equity and juice in the deal. Now, the difference in this is obviously Tom is not going to get to own Fox or get to own the NFL broadcast rights. So they had to pay him a premium. Now he has disputed because after the initial like, oh my God, Tom Brady is going to call football games. I I think that was most of our reaction. He really wants to do that. Now he's not flying Delta. He's not sitting in economy. You know, he's, he's not paying $10 for a Milky Way and a soda in the airport. The guy hasn't been uh, outside of a private jet hangar in 15 plus years. So his travel is different than me and you, but it's still surprising. You know, it's still like Romo. I mean, this is Aikman's made more money calling games than he ever did playing in the NFL. So it's understandable why his generation, Steve Young is one of the greatest players ever. He's been on TV for 15 years. Emmett Smith, Jerry Rice, all these guys worked in media. The, The money was so, Tom Brady, even though he's quote unquote underpaid as an NFL player by his own volition. I mean, he chose that. Uh, he still made like 250 plus million dollars just playing football, and we know how much he's made off it. Money is no problem, and his wife's rich. He's addicted to football. He is addicted to football. Say it all the time about Tiger Woods. He is addicted to golf. Even Peyton Manning, who I think is better at retirement than Tom, uh, is addicted to football. And you see it come out in the Manning cast. He fucking loves it. He gets juiced up. You know, I talked to Sean McVay on his drive home on Friday night. He was telling me about these covers. Can you imagine the conversations when he's like, yeah, I was just shooting the breeze last week with Sean Payton getting ready for this game. Payton always acts like he doesn't prepare. And then it's like, yeah, it was just Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes told me last week, Payton Manning does more work than probably half the broadcasters because he just loves it. Football guys like talking to other football guys. Finance guys like talking to other finance guys, right? You like talking... If you like playing golf, you like talking to other golfers. You like talking to other people who like what you like. And at the highest level of the industries, you know, Peyton Manning sees eye to eye with the Andy Reeds, the Josh McDaniels, the Kyle Shanahan's. Like, they're going to have a lot in common. They're going to be able to talk. Well, don't you think Tom Brady's the same? They're, they're cut from the same cloth. And I, I wonder if Tom saw just the, you know, the positive reinforcement that Peyton was getting from the Manning cast. He literally went on it and it was awesome. And he went, I got this in the bag. Now, you would say that Peyton Manning feels a little more every man, even though Peyton Manning is probably like not that much poorer than Tom Brady. Tom Brady, while, you know, I, I would say he's a little different personality than, than Peyton. He associates with higher end brands and the fitness stuff. Tom Brady clearly gets along with all his teammates. Tom Brady is an every man. Now, it's going to be very, and when you watch him, my only question, I like my broadcasters to be okay being critical. Because part of being critical is being okay getting pushback. And who gives a shit what other people think? If you believe it, say it. I don't like people that just make shit up. Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith. Like, half the time, I don't even think they believe what they're saying. Skip, definitely. Stephen A. I actually met Stephen A. one time, and he acts exactly when you meet him in a hallway and just start shooting the breeze with him like he does on television. So maybe Stephen A. actually believes it. But uh, you, you know the genre of people that talk about sports. Like, they talk about things like, I don't even think you believe that. I'd rather do something else before I just made things up because I wanted to make money doing this. I talk about it because I enjoy talking about this and I have an opinion on Tom Brady. I'm not just talking about this because I think I should be talking about this. I wrote down a bunch of things that interest me about Tom. And clearly a lot of people in this kind of medium talking about sports fake it. Uh, Maybe less and less now in the podcast because people have to choose to listen to you. But the one thing I would say about Tom Brady is in Man in the Arena... He's very raw and real. And that's what I like. I like raw and real. And he swears. I mean, it's that content was like made for me. 
And I was like, God, Tom, he's just captivating. Well, you're not able to do that on television, right? On Fox, on the broadcast. So you're not going to be able to be quite like you were in the locker room. The other thing, and Peyton Manning said this last year, is like, I'm not getting into this to just rip people. I I don't want to do that. And to me, there's a difference between just being super negative guy, like Mike Francesa, who's a legend. I'm not anti-Mike Francesa. But over the years, him and Russo, they would just be negative on everything. And that plays in Philly. When I lived in Philly, Mike missing, that's the market there. Boston, you can just be very negative. And listen, if you screw something up as a coach or a player, it's okay to be critical. But those guys struggle on just like basic things. Like that was a terrible play call. And the fans who provide every penny for the NFL, we're all thinking that on our couch. So when you can speak for the fan, that's when you become a star. Like, part of the reason Tony Romo became a star is because he knew all the plays. Do you know what Tony Romo no longer knows? All the plays. And now Tony, to me, can just, like, be caught in no man's land. Like Tony the guy, to me, the broadcaster has gotten a little cheesy because he's not going to just put the hammer down. Aikman last year got back to his roots. Sometimes when a quarterback's playing like crap, like, I'm dedicating hours out of my Sunday as a fan to consume my team. And if they're not playing well, I'm going to be mad, especially gambling. We're all in bed with these gambling companies. Why? Because we're all gambling, you know? So I got 100 bucks on the game. I got $500 on the game. And you start screwing up, like, I'm pissed off. And Aikman would get into people, especially coaches. And if you're not willing to do that, it's hard to be a great announcer. So I think Tom, because Tom, you better believe behind closed doors, they talk a ton of shit. You know, he blasts other players and coaches. We're all humans. We're all the same. Is he willing to do that on air? And I don't know. Uh, I I hope he is, but I think it's going to be very, very tough because the hard thing that he's going to have to overcome is let's just say he's, let's just use a hypothetical here. Tom Brady, you know, 125 Fox is calling Cowboys Packers in two years and it's Rodgers versus Dak and they're both 5-0 and and Dak has a terrible game and he goes, you know, I don't think Dak's that good. I, you know, watching this season, I, I know they're undefeated coming into this game, but I think it's because of the defense and the running game, and I think Dak's pretty overrated. Can you imagine if he said something like that? Even though if, like, a lot of people were thinking that? Or, like, I think that Aaron Rodgers is slipping. I, my, my point is, everything Tom Brady says, every single thing. Like, Chris Collinsworth can be critical of someone, and we talk about it that night when we're watching the game on Twitter, but it's not a story the next day. Those first couple years... Every single thing Tom says, specifically about head coaches and quarterbacks, are going to be the headline the next day. Tom Brady thinks Mike McCarthy is not a good play caller. Tom Brady thinks, you know, Trevor Lawrence is better than Andrew Luck. Whatever his comments. They they are immediate headlines. They are guys like me. Damn, did you see what Tom Brady said? That's just just a fact. So I I think it's going to be tough, you know? I think it's going to be very, very challenging. You know, Tom Brady, can you believe what Tom Brady said about his relationship with Belichick toward the end on air? Now, I don't know if he's willing to do that. Like Peyton Manning has not got remotely close to doing any of that, even though they're all, they all have the stories and they all have the thoughts and the opinions. So I'm, I'm fascinated to see how that goes. But I do think that Peyton Manning and Tom Brady were like bird and magic, right? They were rivals. Now, unlike bird and magic, bird, you know, they want to combine, what, eight finals. Uh, Tom, you know, almost 4 x Peyton, right? He's got seven, Peyton's got two. I mean, he almost has four times as many. So the, the gap is much bigger. But still, like, when, when you think Peyton, you think Brady, and when you think Brady, you think his contemporary was Peyton. And I'm not saying they're equals. Like, obviously, Tom's better, but you, you know what I mean. You, you can't tell me that the Manning cast and Peyton's places didn't inspire Tom. I mean, the man in the arena, I think, is inspired. And that's cool. Like, sometimes you need inspiration from your contemporaries, from your rivals, from your competition. It brings out the best. If Pey- if it took Peyton Manning getting into TV to then drop Tom Brady into TV, that's pretty cool. Now, big picture, do I think Tom Brady is going to be on television for 25 years like Troy Aikman? I do not. I mean, the rumors, I, I think, aren't just rumors. I think there's some validity behind it that he is going to be involved when this guy takes over for Ross in Miami with the Dolphins. Now, I don't know the rules. Could you have an owner be calling games? Fox has the NFC, not the AFC. 
but there are some crossover games. Maybe you could, but I would imagine, my gut, I've never met Tom Brady. I've seen him play live a couple times. It was cool. Obviously, I'm just a fan of Tom. Uh, I, I, I admire I admire anyone who has, you can be like, well, they gave him $375 million. Yeah, do you know how many millions he's got in the bank? You know, I, why, why is he doing this? Because he, he likes to work. He likes to grind. And I, I think it's so easy to be like, well, it's just so easy when you're getting paid that much. No, it's not. Once you have an unlimited of money, most people would not keep working. Because let's face it, most people don't like what they do. Tom, first and foremost, the reason Tom's so great, he loves what he does. And he what he got to do is play a kid's game until he's in his mid-40s. You know what I mean? There might never be another Tom. But I, I, I don't expect him to do it forever. But again, these are all educated guesses. We'll just see. I mean, who knows when he's going to call his first game? When the hell is he going to retire? Uh, and I got to give props to Fox for thinking big. Because there's not a bigger fish that you could go after. There really isn't. You know, last year, the rumors of people going after Sean McVay, Monday Night Football, Amazon, whatever, that'd be a big fish. It ain't even close to Tom Brady. I I think by far, this is the biggest get in the history of television. Given the wealth, the fame, how little he needs this, while he has nothing to gain, everything to lose, I, I understand. Now, Fox is disputing the number. They they're claiming it's they're not paying him the three hundred seventy five million dollars. That's not the contract. I I don't know. You know, I Mur- the Murdoch family didn't hit me up with the details of the of the deal, but it's it's pretty clear they had to pay a pretty penny. But why would you not pay a pretty penny for the best? I mean, isn't isn't that if you're gonna pay a lot of money for anything in any walk of life, whether it's a home, whether it's an employee, whether it's a business, you, you better be getting a premium. Because if you overpay on not great, that's when you get in trouble. We talk about it a lot in free agency. You got to overpay for good. You know, that's part of the deal, right? When, it's why first round picks that don't live up to the hype get crushed because you used a lot of resources to acquire that guy. Whether it's the player's fault or not, the coach's fault, whatever, but regardless, the outcome is the outcome. And Fox went after the biggest fish in the sea and they landed him. Well, in theory, we'll see. <laughs> when he ends up taking this job, but it definitely got him some headlines. It's just a, uh, it's a very, it's a story I didn't see coming, uh, which are the best stories. You know, one's like, damn, that's kind of crazy. And, uh, you know, that, that first game that Tom Brady, Kevin Burkhart, Kevin Burkhart's a stud, a great guy. That'll be the highest rated game on Fox. That first game, like when he does his first regular season game, probably ever. Just because, like, what the hell is Tom Brady going to be like on television? <laughs> I mean, I, I'll, I'll be watching. And the hell, that might be 2028, you know? I might have two children by then. Who, who knows? No, only time will tell. Are you looking for the hottest gambling advice out there? Check out the Moneyline Monaco podcast, powered by FanDuel. Every weekday, our guy Alex Monaco will give you his best bets, including game picks, props, same game parlays, and much more. Monaco is in another groove and has won nearly 60% of his bets all time. So don't miss your chance to make some money by downloading the Moneyline Monaco wherever you get your podcast, only on the Volumes Podcast Network. The other kind of elephant in the room about Tom is there was a viral video earlier this week that the Dolphins put out. This wasn't a fan that posted it. This wasn't a media member that posted it. This was the Miami Dolphins social accounts. And they posted it of Tua Tonga Vailoa throwing a deep ball, little play action, just absolute bomb to Tyreek Hill. Now, the problem was on the deep ball and the bomb is that Tyreek Hill, one of the fastest players in the history of the league, had to stop, look back to catch the football. And when you take a still shot of it, as someone posted on Twitter, just the question of pass or punt. Like, is he catching a punt or is he catching a pass? And I've seen a lot of pushback on the internet of like, why are we making such a big deal? No, the Dolphins posted this. And when you watch the video, it's not a great look. Now, I don't think it's fake news or disinformation or whatever you want to say that Tom Brady and Miami Dolphins were a real thing. There's enough smoke where there's clearly some fire. 
He's boys with the right-hand guy for Ross who's taken over. He was going to play. They were going to bring Sean Payton. None of that happened. Now, Tom ended up getting his way, coming out of retirement, forcing Bruce Arians out. Like, that's, we're not even arguing that anymore. Like, I mean, come on. Let's put the pieces together. But next year, Tom will be a free agent. Now, the Miami Dolphins did just sign Mike McDaniel, and there is no guarantee that he has any clue what he's doing. He's a really good assistant coach, and he played a massive role for Kyle Shanahan. He's an Ivy League genius run game coordinator and offensive mind, and players really, really like him. I, I, I'm a fan. But he's never been an offensive play caller, one, because Kyle always did that. And two, he's never been a head coach. And now he's inheriting this quarterback, which, let's face it, if they had a do-over, they never would have drafted. And he's been put with, like, their big move this offseason, and I don't blame them for making the move, was trading all the picks and paying all the money for Tyreek Hill. An outstanding, elite, Hall of Fame player. The problem is, as a sweet wide receiver, do you mesh with your quarterback? Right? Tyreek Hill became a superstar once Mahomes got there. He was a really good player with Alex, but him and Alex didn't quite, they they didn't make sense. One of the reasons DK Metcalf hit the scene and became such a star is he played for the greatest or with the greatest deep ball thrower we've ever seen. If, If DK Metcalf had played with Daniel Jones or Teddy Bridgewater, he probably would not be DK Metcalf. So when you're a wide receiver, so many things are out of your control. The offensive coordinator, who's creating the offense, and then the guy pulling the trigger under center. And he got Tua. <laughs> and listen, I don't think it's an overreaction to go, yeah, I don't see this. Tua, I think, has an outrageous amount of pressure. One, the division's really hard. I mean, the Bills are a powerhouse. Belichick's doing some weird things, like Judge or Patricia's going to be the offensive coordinator. But regardless, like the Patriots are going to be competitive. And the Jets, in theory, should be much better. They have a lot more talent on their team. So, and the the other thing about the Dolphins is they have, it's not like they've been the Jags. They've won 19 games the last two years. Like they have been very, very competitive with Fitzpatrick and Tua. So their quarterback play has not exactly been Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen. So to me, the pressure on the head coach, but specifically the quarterback, because we know Justin Herbert's going to look sweet. They have offensive weapons everywhere. He's a star. And Burrow is already taking a team to the Super Bowl. So it's like, is this guy, we're not even acting like, can this guy be an all-time great? Can this guy be a Hall of Famer? Can this guy be an All-Pro? Can this guy be a starting quarterback? That's how we're talking about Tua. Is he a starting quarterback? And you're like, John, they, they won seven of their last eight games. It's like, yeah, they were playing nobody. And he's got a pea shooter arm. He's not a good athlete. He's short and he's injury prone. I'm out. Like, I, I, I've been out. Like he, hell, Tua can't hold Mac Jones's jock as an NFL player. And I'm not the biggest Mac Jones guy, but I think I put those two guys in different categories. But the ultimate and the big picture problem of acquiring Tyree Kill is it's going to expose Tua. Because we've seen this guy thrive with an elite player. So we know what Tyreek should look like. And if he doesn't look remotely close to that, it's going to be a problem. You'd be like, John, you're making all these judgments off a social media post. No, I mean, we've watched Tua play, and it has not looked good. The social media post just validates what we're all thinking. This ain't going to work. And then the elephant in the room, is Tom Brady going to be the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins in 2023? And listen, I don't know how much longer Tom Brady wants to retire. I sure know he hates retirement. But I do know this, that driven... Vindictive is probably the wrong word, but there has to be an element of Tom. He got to play Belichick this year, and it was sweet, week four, when Tampa won that kind of epic, that Sunday night game. What about playing in the same division? Now, would he play for Mike McDaniel? Maybe there'd be an ouster. Ross has so much money. Maybe they'd pay him to go away. I don't know exactly how it would work. But if, if and when Tua fails, I think the Tom Brady to Miami buzz won't just grow. It might end up being a real thing. And it's going to be a storyline that we talk about all season long if Tua is underthrowing and throwing balls to the other team. Okay, hope everyone has a good weekend. We'll have a mailbag coming out this weekend. And uh, I'll probably do another mailbag. I, I might add it on. I'll do a big one. It might be all Tuesday's pod. We'll see what happens. We'll see where the wind takes us. 
and uh, have have content. We'll just keep the content flowing. We we are a content machine, and it's the way that uh, you know keep food on the table. So in, enjoy the weekend. Listen to the mailbag. Share it with your friends. Share it with your enemies. And uh, if not, talk to you guys soon. Peace. volume Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere like at your pregame barbecue while you prep your meats that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch garage and the car inside and without the right home and auto insurance coverage the cost to repair this could eat up your savings so bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.